Welcome to the Top 5 Podcast. Join us as we share our personal Top 5 list for a variety of random topics. Each episode, we'll explore a new topic and discuss our favorite picks, ranging from music, movies, food, travel, board games, roller coasters, anything. Nothing is off limits, and everyone is wrong, even when we think we're right. Whether you're looking for new recommendations or just love hearing incorrect opinions, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Tom Lockhart, and with me, as always, is... Eric Shane. Hey, you doing there, Tommy? How you doing? I, I'm doing pretty good. I had a nice rest weekend after my three days at the ballpark that just wore me down, especially because the last day I spent with a certain person who likes to walk everywhere. And yeah. I, it's totally great that he did that. But I was pooped at the end of that. I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. It sounds like it was a exhausting weekend uh, or five day period or whatever at the ballpark. That's yeah, a, it, was, it was a little rough. You were there for a day of it. it was I was great. there for a day of it, and that was quite a bit. <sighs> yeah. Who else was there well, with you? Yeah, who else was there with me? That was Zach Rancourt. Sorry, I didn't realize you were that tired from, from all the walking. Oh, we did a lot of walking, the, though. I didn't feel it until I got home. Like Once I got to uh, like my car and started driving home, I was like, oh my god, I'm going to pass out the moment I get home. <laughs> like like It just hit me the moment I knew that I was going home. I was like, yeah. oh no, this is not good. <laughs> it's, you know, like, it's the walking and the heat, too, and there was just a lot going on at that whole event, but it was really fun. I had a blast. Yeah. <sighs> well, speaking of driving, segue. <laughs> we all drive and we all take showers. Hopefully. I hope you guys do. I took one right before the podcast. Uh, that was the smoothest segue you've ever done. Well, done <laughs> uh, well during showers or driving, we need something to fill that silence up because you don't want to listen to your own brain. That would that would kill you. So we throw on some tunes and you're bobbing your head to the beat and you're liking it. You're washing your hair. Hopefully that one's only going on in the shower, though. Keep that to the shower, guys. And then all of a sudden, the right song comes on and you grab the bar of soap or you grip the wheel because, you know, you're about to put on your best Chris Cornell impression. Uh, Spoiler alert. You're not even close. Why are you even trying? You shouldn't do that. But you don't care whether the drivers next to you think you're crazy or your neighbors can hear you through your very, very thin walls that you can hear them through. So you know that they hear you singing. Uh, some songs just have to be sung. But for everyone, those songs are different. Uh, let's all try to do our best death metal growl. I know that I have done it several times. Uh, <laughs> and let's find our top five shower or driving songs. Uh, we are by no means experts in said category. We are just a bunch of dudes who like to talk about singing. <laughs> um, I'm going to start this off with a little thing that normally when I think of somebody singing like in their car or something they're usually singing something inspirational or like happy or whatever and i wasn't slightly concerned by the fact that none of mine were happy (laughs) which i don't know what it is about me because i'm such an optimistic and kind of like don't care kind of person where i'm just like happy all the time and how depressing the music i listen to is you're Um, not weird you're just from here yeah that makes sense um so my first one is actually a band who i didn't really like 
to begin with. I just didn't get it at first. Um, because at that time I was listening to grunge and metal and I heard Radiohead for the first time. And I was like, I don't know about this. Um, and then one day it just clicked all of a sudden I was like, you know what? I love Radiohead. Radiohead is awesome. And that song is creep. Creep is from the album. Uh, what was it? Pablo honey, which was released in 1993. Um, I sing to this song every time it comes on, no matter what. Uh, and there's a very specific thing in the song that I love. And that is, Right as it gets to the I'm a creep part, the guitar goes. <laughs> it's the most beautiful sound <laughs> in the world. I don't know why I love it so much, but it just goes from being like a melodic song to just like hard all of a sudden. And it's the most beautiful transition ever. And I love singing creep. I sang it. This is actually the song that had me suggest this to you guys was I was in my car singing and I was like, huh. Okay. I was on my way down to the Mariners game, actually, because I, I suggested this to you while we were sitting at the bar. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> we right. Sure, you sure did. I had to stifle uh, Guffaw there for a second there, because when you brought this up, this topic up, you mentioned these were songs that we would either sing in the car or songs we would sing maybe in the shower. And so when you brought up Radiohead Creep, first thing that went through my head, you've seen Silence of the Lambs, right? Oh, yeah. So yes. you're familiar with Buffalo Bill and his Very. old uh, Wild Horses dance? Could you fuck me? I'd fuck. I'm just imagining Tom in the shower because I'm a creep. It's just weirdly watching himself. Got my penis all tucked back, of course. Oh, that's, okay. that's, that's how yes. you guys shower too, right? That's how, uh, who doesn't shower that way? Ugh. Anyway, no, that's too good. No, great song though. Great choice. Mm. Yeah, I love that song too. I don't think about Radiohead very often when I'm thinking about road trip songs. I don't think about, I, I think more peppy. You know, like we we're just you were just saying a lot of your songs, a lot of your tastes. We share a lot of those tastes, but I, I do think, Zach, that a lot of it has to do with us being from here and mm-hmm. grunge and that sort of lower register, um, slower pace, grittier uh, lyrics and harsher tones or whatever. That's very native to our area. We don't have a whole lot of peppy peppy. Right. <clears throat> so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say my first one, I uh, I went emo, actually, because of that. But I found an emo song that was very peppy because some of them are some of them are kind of higher, higher, uh, uh, lighter, I'd say some of them are lighter. Um, some of them give good road trip or summer vibes. So like there's this one song called The Great Escape by Boys Like Girls. Throw it away, forget yesterday. Oh, yeah. We'll make the great that escape. That one, yes. Uh, that's the only one I'm singing, by the way. Oh, uh, no, I'm, I got one more I'll be singing. But that's the second one. Anyway. All right. Uh, like I said, you don't normally associate that emo stuff with like peppy, you know, shower or driving songs. Or whatever. But that particular song is really cool. It's lighter. It's got a good poppy feel to it. It's about picking up sticks, moving the hell on to the next thing, leaving criticism behind leave care behind just bounce. Cause you know, in your heart, you got to move on to the next thing to be free. It's a, it's got like a graduation leaving home for good vibes that I think um, that, that, that always fits car vibes, especially when you're about to start a long trip, especially when the weather's nice too. bounce, but bounce. <laughs> so, 
Oh yeah, it's, there's there's always. I mean, I didn't listen to Boys Like Girls, but during that emo phase in high school and stuff, I definitely listened to a lot of uh, music like that, Fall Out Boy and My Chemical Romance and whatnot. And so I, you know, I I, I enjoyed it quite a bit, and I had a a time and place, and it did remind me about times that I was driving down to like Marysville from Mount Vernon, and we'd be listening to AFI or something like that. So sure. I know what song you're talking about, though. That, that pops on the radio all the time. Yeah, I love. I love lists like this because somebody will bring up a song and be like, oh, shit, I haven't heard that in forever. I got to go back and listen to that again. So maybe that'll uh, be on my. I have never heard of this song or this band. <laughs> really? You've ne- never. Not once. Uh, Mo, you've definitely heard the song. It's come I, on the I'm, radio at some I've point. probably heard the song and not cared, but <laughs> this is the first time I've ever heard the name of that band. All right. Like, I have no clue. (laughs) Get it, get it on the queue. As soon as you're done recording, give it a listen. I'll have to do that. Or I'll listen to the same bands I did right before the podcast. (laughs) I'll change nothing, sir. (laughs) Nothing. And you'll like it. Uh, Zach, what is your first one? Uh, Okay. So I um, misunderstood the assignment a little bit. And so I was thinking of just shower songs, but then I kind of amended my list as we were talking for driving songs. Uh, But I think that it's important to note that like, I like to sing and I I love to do karaoke, but when I sing in in public or just out and about, I'm not going to, you know, uh, wail out and, and hit high notes and whatnot, because quite frankly, I can't really do that. But in the shower or in the car, all bets are off. I'll do whatever I want. So if I want to sing some Adele, I'm going to sing some damn Adele. Um, but my first choice is an artist that I drew, I, I deeply and truly love and was very, very sad when she died. But uh, Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say I want to dance with somebody because I like that song. It just has been overplayed. But my favorite Whitney Houston song is actually How Will I Know? And it is so good. And I sing the shit out of it. Do you know what song that is? No. There's a boy I know. He's the one I dream of. Ooh. Yeah. Anyway, right, so yeah, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I go crazy about that one, and I love the shit out of it. And one thing I like to do um, when I get a song that I'm just like fixated on, I'll put it on Spotify, and I just hit repeat and keep listening to it like 15 times in a row when I'm in my car. Uh, it's how I learn lyrics to certain songs. So yeah. Uh, that's how I pretty much know every lyric to How Will I Know. And it is such a fantastic song. I belt out whether I'm in the shower, the car, or mm-hmm. an outhouse. So everyone can hear me instead of I, I am also an obsessive when it comes to that. I'll find a song that'll just hit me, just catch me just right. And yeah, I'll listen to it forever and everyone on repeat. And there's a new DJ thing on Spotify. Oh, yeah. They've got, yeah, they've actually got a little setting out. These are the songs you've had on repeat and blah, blah, blah. I love that you know? thing, that little yeah. AI DJ. Yeah, it's, it's cool. It's so cool. I, I, I dig <laughs> it. Some of the songs I was like, eh, I don't like this. And then, but you, you have just these songs them. on repeat in 2016. Yeah. Baby Shark. Baby Shark. Yeah, more like the Hamilton soundtrack. It's like, oh, yeah, I did listen to this forever well, on repeat. And, and mine is funny because, like, so when I sleep, I, when I don't sleep at my house, I, I like to have noise on and. Uh, you know, Candace doesn't have like fans or anything going on in her house. So I have to play on Spotify, like ambient noise, like uh, a box fan sound. So it'll tell me it's like more, more like what you listen to. And it'll show me like waterfall sounds, uh, gasoline pouring on a fire oh, sound. Yeah, I've had that too. <laughs> you know, I've had that too. I've had, yeah. I've listened to like uh Skyrim, like yeah. Skyrim sound. 
or Mass Effect or something like that. I'll start playing all these video game and movie music. And hey, that's sometimes it's a vibe that's what I'm into. But a lot of times, like I'm on my way to work, maybe not so much. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's not the vibe at that point in time. That's a different, you know, we're going for a different thing at that point. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, I, I love Whitney Houston. I wish I could sing like her. She was amazing, one of the greatest singers of all time. Um, and, you know, it it was a bummer when when she died. But holy crap, she left a legacy. And so Gone it's gone far it's, too soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, her songs will always be there. And that's what's what's great about it, too. Um, and I will always love her. So. And I... Well said, poorly sang. Uh, <laughs> and, and don't worry it sounds like you understood the assignment it's just songs you you sing in the shower or sing in the car like when you're alone is the way that i was going about it mm-hmm. i'm not Those, much of a shower th- that's singer. about no i'm not a shower singer either either that's why i said in the car also because i sing in the car all the time like when i'm alone not when other people are there that's weird <laughs> because i have a terrible voice but i oh, don't have i <laughs> I don't have a terrible voice for my next song, which okay, is let's hear it. Uh, so this is a song that brings me back to the high school locker room because I would have my disc man and I'd have my headphones in and I would be listening to that's back in high school. I listened to very aggressive music. That's when I got into, you know, Slipknot and Soulfly, Sepultura Bands I actually haven't listened to in a long time. This reminded me that I had, and I need to go back and listen to those bands. But this isn't one of those bands. This is Mudvayne Dig. And it would be what I would listen before any game, before I ran track. It gets you pumped up for hating everyone, everywhere. And it just gets my blood flowing and ready to just kick some ass. Uh, I remember listening to this and then just tackling the shit out of people on football fields <laughs> and just, Oh, I, I love this song so much. It, it, it set off a whole thing in my, I used to have uh, I would go and get magazines and cut out pictures of like bands and put it. And I had like two of my walls completely covered. And a lot of it was mud vein. Cause they looked the coolest because they had yeah, their yeah. face paint and their awesome long goatees. And uh, I've said this on one of our previous podcasts. This is the reason that I played the bass for, for about six months until I realized I had no, rhythm was because of Mudvayne uh, <laughs> because I love the sound of a Warwick bass it has like a growl to it if you listen to Mudvayne it's just such a, a unique sound and uh, I, I get so pumped up when I listen to this song and I still to this day sing it in my car with the growls and everything like a goddamn maniac. <laughs> I didn't realize Mudvayne held such high esteem in your life. That's uh... that's that's the thing. Is it hold it held esteem back then? I actually don't listen to it that often anymore. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It's not part of my life now, but back in high school, Mudvayne was like my favorite band. I had a band like that too, but it's more embarrassing. See, I like to Limp Biscuit a lot. Oh, and I like Limp Biscuit too. So their first album's great. Their Things first album goes downhill. Yeah, <laughs> rolling, 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 rolling. No, no, and no. that is when it goes downhill. That's about it. Yeah, the first three, two albums. That's three dollar three dollar yeah. bill, y'all, is a great album. First album is really good. Second album, it's chocolate starfish and the hot dog went, favored water. I like that. That's the one that went uh, that yeah. scooch scooch on down the hill. Uh, <laughs> the second album is the one that blew up, and that's when they were on TRL. TRL. That's the, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Yeah. TRL. 
I loved. Yeah. I, I mean, Limp Bizkit, They were what they were, right? They still rocked, and it was still fun to listen to them. But Tom, yeah, what was the Mudvayne song called? Real quick, I'm sorry, uh, Tom. I missed the title. Uh, dig. Dig. Okay. Yeah, I think I've heard that one before. I also really like Happy. That's probably my favorite yes. song of theirs. I believe I it really is Happy because I think there's a question yes. mark. <laughs> it is an intense song, mm. but not as not as as Dig, but. Also beautiful and haunting and horrible and just amazing. It's a great song. So, Indeed, yeah. It is. I don't, yeah, I think I only really know. I've only heard maybe Dig if I'm thinking right. Um, what was the other band that we used to sing in rock, when we played rock band? And it was called Before I something. It was like I. Oh, oh, so, oh that, that's I, Slipknot. Not. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. we go. Slipknot. That was. I always get them in Mud Mudvayne confused. Mudvayne had the face paint. Slipknot had the masks. <laughs> that's how you tell them apart <laughs> well, well going good. on to, going on to my number two we're gonna go ahead and dial it back to a more poppy vibe there's a song called king of wishful thinking oh, i love that uh, song. it's so good uh so it was originally done by go west and that's fine if you like that late 80s early 90s synth you can go with that i actually prefer the newfound glory cover from 2007 because it replaces that synth with that emo era metal guitar that I feel just adds just the right flavor to this song. Uh, this song is totally a jam, uh, and I'm oh, not yeah. going to sing it here because it's just my my vocals I'm are not warm. you. I know my vocals I are just not warmed up for this particular <laughs> evening's uh, podcast. I'm not doing Tell it. Uh, my ship's not sinking. See, that's exactly what I'm not trying Tell to. I can't. He climbs the ladder right there, dude. It's so he, good. I like that song a lot. Wasn't it in Pretty Woman? I'm look. I don't remember. I think it was. In yeah, look it up. Uh, so it the was. Song is, yeah. <laughs> the song is about uh, a guy who's just like, OK, this our relationship's over. I don't need to fall at your feet just because you cut me to the bone. I don't I won't miss the way you kiss me. It's fine. You know what? You go on. I'll be fine because I'm the king of wishful thinking. Get it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it is. So but it's uh, it's an anthem, man. It's 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 great. It's a great song. You should listen to it. Tom, you're very familiar with that song, aren't you? Uh, no. Yeah, I was going to guess you probably never heard it before. <laughs> I, I know I've heard Newfound Glory, so I might have heard Newfound Glory's version. But, probably. But I could not tell you a Newfound Glory song off the top of my head. It just just isn't there. Yeah, then again, that's a I'm song bad. I definitely... When it no, comes to guy? most of the bands that I listen to, if it's not those 10 bands, I just have a tough time remembering names of anything. Yeah, that's a song I would not sing in the shower just because I do have neighbors and Mandy lives here too. <laughs> yeah, no way. But if I'm screaming down the freeway or whatever, and I'm just, you know, at that point, yeah, I'll cut it loose. Why the hell not? That song always reminds me of when I worked in retail because it would pop up all, all, all the time. It's definitely like a Fred Meyer, QFC, Albertson style sure. song that would be, you know, as you're grabbing a can of beans and then a pineapple or something. You're just hearing King. Of That's how I remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't heard the Newfound Glory version. I like the Go West version a lot. It it reminds me of like a um, uh, Robert Palmer song. You know, the get out of my, no, that's Billy Ocean. Get out of my, out of my dreams and into my, <laughs> into my car. car. The yes. Robert Palmer one I'm thinking of is simply irresistible. Like they're all kind exactly. of, the, they're all kind of the same, you know, vibe in the, in the late eighties where it's poppy and more like new wave poppy. And yeah, they're, they're definitely similar or addicted to love. Right. Like I said, Robert you got Palmer. that synth, you got that synth going. 
Yeah. Whereas the Newfound Glory 2007, it's more emo metal guitar replacing the synth. Uh-huh. So, yes, give it a listen. It's no, it's good. You'll like it. I don't know if you'll prefer it, but you'll like it. I know you, I'm, I'm very confident you'll like it. I don't like anything except pizza. Golly. All right. I like the only Newfound Glory song I really liked was My Friends Over You. Okay. They had a and he- cover Head on album. Collision. Head on Collision was good, too. They had a cover album where it was on, so it was pretty good. Oh, really? Just straight covers? Yeah. Maybe I'll have to listen to it then. That sounds kind of badass. Oh, no, yeah. I'll see if I can find others from... Uh, now that I'm on Well, if it's on Spotify, you. I'll just look on oh, Spotify. Yeah. That'd be 100%, amazing. yeah. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, I like a good cover as long as it's done well. Have you guys, sidebar, have you heard Luke Combs' version of Fast Car by Tracy Chapman? Not no. yet. I, it's I heard good. about it. Is it good? Okay. Oh, it's super good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's crushing it right now, too. And Phenomenal song. Yeah, so good. I love Fast Car. Um, but the fact so, that Luke Combs did, he did a great version of it, too. So, so this uh, like Newfound it. Glory album, the cover is called From the Screen to Your Stereo Part 2. They uh, covered Sixpence None the Rifture, Kiss Me. <laughs> Kiss Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they did It Ain't Me, but The Promise, uh, Stay, Elisa Loeb, Stay, I Missed You. They did Love Pool, Iris, Don't You Forget About Me, Crazy for You, Head Over Heels, and King of Wishful Thinking. Me. Nice. So, it's a good album. You should give it a listen. Cool. Will and do. I'm going to go find that Luke Combs fast car. I'll do it. Well, I'll stick in the realm of pop, and this is a song, you know, so this artist is actually coming to town this weekend here in Seattle, and it's like the biggest thing since sliced bread. Um, She's incredible. I really respect the hell out of her, and that is Taylor Swift. So I am a fan of Taylor Swift. I'm not a Swifty, but I am a fan of her. I really appreciate what she did, how her record label, and again, I'm going to butcher this story because I don't know all the, the backstory, but basically her record label um, owned the rights to all of her songs for X amount of years. And I don't think she was getting royalties on some of them. So she re- she released like four four al- albums like under this this, um, you know, record label or whatever without her owning the rights. And then what she did is once she gained the rights again, she just re-recorded the albums now, like the same songs, but her version. So everything's like Taylor's version. And it's fucking awesome because I think that's such a boss move to do yeah. to be like, this is what I'm going to do and reclaim mine. So then I now have the rights for X amount of years or whatever. And she gets the royalties, I think, but like it's an, it's incredible and, and she's so amazing. So I love Taylor Swift and the song that really got me going was shake it off. When I first heard shake it off, I, it, it's impossible not to dance w- when I hear that. And it's, it's definitely from the opening riff, the opening, like three riffs, right? I could probably pick that song from just the first note and I just, I have to dance. And so, like, it's hard to not just start moving in your car, right? Because the player is going to play, 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 play. And so, yeah, whether I'm in the shower, I got to be careful not to slip. But if I'm in my car, I'm just kind of like, yeah, you know, it's so good. I absolutely love it. But you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Shake it off. I see Tom Tom dancing over there. Yeah, yeah. even though I'm not a a Taylor Swift fan, I can't not do a little little jig while while I – And like the moment you said the name of the song, I just – it started rolling through my head. I know the song. (laughs) Like I don't know any songs. Shake it off. Shake it off. Yeah, it's so catchy and good. And I think it's one of my – one of my favorites of hers. That's not my favorite Taylor Swift song, but it's just so I just remember listening to that like nonstop. And I was watching the YouTube video because I think she's gorgeous. And like there's one she plays a bunch of different characters in the video. There's one 
of her outfits in particular, that's my favorite that I absolutely love. And I think it, it caps, encapsulates all the fun and all the beauty that is Taylor Swift. She just seems like such a cool person. So mad props to T Swift out there for shake it off and making me dance even when I'm sad. Yeah, I'm definitely drifting over to the cult of Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm getting I'm, I'm picking up what's so great about her. I it's didn't like, really give her any thought for years it, and years. But yeah. Yeah, it's like it's like disliking ice cream or rainbows. It's like, how can you dislike those things? They're amazing. Taylor I mean, Swift is so great. It's it the punk too rock good and, yeah. and it's too colorful. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, the, it's the oh, man, everybody likes her. So she must suck. That kind of. Yeah, but yeah. but then they're like, oh shit! Now I just tried it, just like ice cream, and they're like, ice cream is so good, and Taylor like, Swift actually, is so good. <laughs> well, occasionally, then you'll hear a song by her, and you're like, holy shit, this is great! Who did? Oh, this this is okay, dude. All right, that's the most metal thing ever of, of her just re-recording and giving a big middle finger to fuck yeah, it is. Yeah, so like you know that that's ultimate metal right there to me. So I'm like, wow, that's that's awesome that she can do that shit. What? I hope I didn't butcher the story, but I'm pretty sure it's something along those lines. No, that is it. Uh, they, I think they had the uh, <clears throat> rights for like seven years. And then at that point, she could take it back. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, as long as it was a different recording, she had to record a new recording. She couldn't just get the rights to her old stuff. She had to make new albums. Good so. on her because she still crushed it for sales and Spotify and all that. And I like her new version almost better than the old versions. Because her voice is, you know, settled in a little more or just slightly different. But she's great. It's it's so cool. So anyways, that's mine. Shake it off. Now we can move on to Tom. We can do a top, top five move, Taylor Swift songs. Oh, my God. That'd move, be awesome. <laughs> move on to Tom's third one, which is the greatest band of all time. That band <laughs> is Full Metal Legends. Yeah, buddy. Okay. So this, yeah, and this is very specifically... The song One Arm Scissor by At The Drive-In. <laughs> um, we used to get together and we had a band called Full Metal Legend where we would play Guitar Hero. I would usually play guitar. And then once I had enough drinks, that's when singing Tom would come out. <laughs> and Tom, I, I know I, I'm talking about myself in the third person, uh, but <laughs> there were... Two so- two or three songs that I would sing, but the main one was One Arm Scissor by At The Drive-In because I'm an At The Drive-In fan and I can't hit those high notes, but I sure would try. <laughs> and it was it always brings me back to us up in my room playing this game. Every time I hear it in my car, I sing along to it and I imagine Eric next to me what, <laughs> when, when it goes to the cutaway when I, I would always go next to Eric and we'd sing it together. So I always yeah, imagine Eric's with me in the car, just singing away. <laughs> I love that song for that reason. Just like, it's so awesome. Aww. And it just brings back memories. And I love memories. <laughs> uh, it makes me feel good, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> You're always in the car with me when I'm listening to this uh, song. <laughs> how about that? Uh, that uh, just warms my heart. I don't even I I'm so glad that no one was like videotaping up because I know I butchered that song. Like, oh, we I, I, I just helped. don't hit those notes. <laughs> I helped. I threw a little extra stank on that and emphasis on the stank. Uh, it uh, was real stanky. Great song. <laughs> that was a good song. Great choice. Uh, just all sorts of energy in it. Just you always feel like I want to like whip the microphone around and like act like I'm in at the drive-in because he does weird stuff on stage like that where he's like kicking his legs and looks like he's having spasms. So I would always try to do that when I sang it, and 
you got to get the whole act in just oh yeah i'm becoming the artist <laughs> well my number three has to do with becoming as well so wow. i will <laughs> i used to be your renegade i used to fool around yeah hip to be square he would lose in the news oh yeah 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 now i'm playing it real straight and yes i cut my hair except i didn't cut my hair that's like the one thing i won't i won't do um so that song makes me think of two things. It makes me think of, I, I know it wasn't from Back to the Future. That was the other Huey Lewis in the News song. Uh, what was it? Um, uh, Power of Love. That's which, right, Power of which Love. Which he wrote specifically for that movie. That's that's really cool. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. I do think of American Psycho because his breakdown, Patrick Bateman's breakdown of uh, Hit to Be Square so good. is very well done. Oh, God. He is such a great actor. Um, man, such a great actor. Anyway, so I, I didn't really care much about the song until that scene because it's so great. And then I started listening to it. I'm like, you know, this actually is a very cool in hip song. And since I took on a salaried role at my company, I've kind of had to, you know, stop wearing smushy nonsense to work and not give a rest. As I have to kind of, you know, get slacks now and I have to wear, you know, like a polo or something, at least. At least a shirt that doesn't have holes in it. <laughs> you know, I have to at least somewhat care about it and do that whole mm-hmm. office thing. And you know, I have to kind of be a little bit of a square and do that whole fake, fake laugh and you know, oh, hardly <laughs> or working hard, hardly we're <laughs> that's uh, uh, such a sellout. I'm look, <laughs> I am in my heart of hearts a nonconformist, and I just I always will be individualistic. I can't help that's just who I am. But you know what? I also don't need the hassle. I just, I'm too old for the hassle. And if I hustle just like a little bit, like I could put up with the silliness of that and just our basic existence and, 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 you know, and just make a little money that I could spend elsewhere and find my fulfillment outside of work. (laughs) We're not, I think we've talked about this a few times. Not everybody's going to have a career where like, what you're doing is exactly it's going to fulfill your, the depths of your soul. Most people are just trying to, you just got to make money. So yeah. just do what you got to do. So uh, I do make the exception of, I'm, I'm not going to cut my hair. This, this isn't the East coast. Like this would not <laughs> ponytail's not going to fly on the East coast, but out here in Seattle, it's it's practically the uniform. Dude. So Huey Lewis in the news, they're an amazing band and sports is like one of the coolest albums of any rock group ever. Oh, when sports um, came out. <laughs> yeah. Sport. No sports is so good. They had like five number one singles from it or something, but heart and soul. I want a new drug, harder rock and roll. If this is it and walking on a thin line, uh, all those songs I absolutely love. All those songs also are like retail songs. Like I'd hear them in a store. That's how I got exposed to Huey Lewis. Well, I mean, when I was a kid, my dad used to listen to him. But then I really learned way more. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, like the heart of rock and roll will always remind me of The Office when uh, they're they're giving away the Bruce Springsteen tickets. And he's <laughs> he plays Huey Lewis and he's because he thinks it's Bruce Springsteen. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so funny. Um, but yeah, I want a new drug is great. And it's just, it's so hip to be square is one of those. Yeah. There's like, I'm dancing and I think I'm Patrick Bateman. Sure. So, and then I go, Hey Paul. (laughs) (laughs) Paul! (laughs) That's exactly the the energy you have to bring to these meetings. (laughs) Hey Paul. (laughs) Look at the subtle lettering and the off white. Is that bone? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) That movie is gnarly. 
So I do like occasionally I'll listen to that song in the morning if I'm in just a particularly foul mood and I just sort of need to get into the vibe of just like, okay, let me just go put on the face and uh, all right, fine. Go do what I got to do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good choice. Hip and, to be square is a great song. And it, it, you, know, you sing to it. Yeah, it's a good song. So what is what about what about you? Do you do you have another three? Number three? Oh yeah, I definitely have another three, and I'm oh. number three, and I'm going to go back to our Full Metal Legend days. Actually, yes. hey oh, um, now I absolutely love this band. They're one of my all time favorites. I was really pissed because in college, I had an opportunity. So I graduated college in 2010, and in tw- 2009, I think they were playing in Seattle, and I had an opportunity to go, but I was like, eh, I'll just wait. I'm dumb because they're an older band and I was like, you know, I don't know if they're ever going to tour again. I think they are going to tour again and I think they are touring now, but over like in Europe. Um, And that's Metallica. I absolutely love Metallica. Um, I think they're phenomenal. I caught on to them later in life. I I heard them when I was a kid because my dad had a lot of biker friends. But, you know, I... I didn't catch on to them until much later in life. And actually with you guys working at the casino got me more into Metallica. Now, when we did full metal legend, they had, um, that album come out, uh, my apocalypse, or I'm sorry. What was the death magnetic? When Uh, death magnetic came out, they did the whole album on rock band. And my favorite song to sing off of that one was the unforgiven three. Um, I like the Unforgiven. The Unforgiven 2 is eh, but the Unforgiven 3 is so good. And for some reason, I just love it. I was singing it on my bike ride this weekend. But, you know, the how can I be lost if I've got nowhere to go? Ah. And every James Hetfield, like, he, yeah, he, he always goes ah, at the end of everything. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm drinking a soda. Ah. I, I love it. Uh, but, yeah, the Unforgiven 3 is great, man. It's I, I sing the shit out of that song, and it's cool because I can belt it out, you know? And it's me I can't forgive. Ah. So you did a pretty good job there, buddy. That's, uh, That's what very he does. Impressive. Yeah, he does. How can I <laughs> be lost? That is exactly what he does. If I've got nowhere <laughs> to go. Ah. Yeah, James Hetfield <laughs> has a distinctive voice, and you deliver it very well. I don't like that Lars Ulrich piece of shit because he's like, Napster, I hate him. But anyhow, uh, but I still love Metallica. I would kill to see them live. And even even though they're probably like in their 70s now, they're crushing it. So I I would see them in a heartbeat, man. I mean, I have never seen them, but I, I would like to see them, too. So maybe Tom, we're in number four. We're, yeah. I think we're making good time. We are on number four and I cannot see this band live because one of the members is dead so yeah they don't tour anymore and that is the band nirvana uh the song is where did you sleep last night from their mtv unplugged that's a great song. which is my favorite nirvana song and i sing it every time because it's just at first it's kind of easy to sing you're just kind of like going along with it but at the end when Kurt Cobain like puts all of his emotion and like his voice into it, that's when it's like, ah, shit, I can't do that. I don't have the emotion that he does right now. And I always try. I try my very hardest and I can never get it to be like him. And I, I love singing it every time, even though I've never had someone cheat on me. <laughs> I still feel the pain of that song. Uh, and I actually learned when like looking up the lyrics and stuff for it that apparently it's like a song that dates back like to the late 1800s and it 
like has been done like a hundred different times over a hundred different people like in the last yeah. hundred years it's like oh shit i thought he like covered one band who did it like in the 80s or something but no it's a no. super duper old song <laughs> yeah he got it he got it from lead belly he covered a couple of lead belly songs mm-hmm. uh, yeah. that that day um he was a big lead belly fan but yeah there was a bunch of blues guys who did it and it just all the way yep. back and it's just like shit you learn things when you're researching things. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Kurt, Who would have known? Kurt's performance was incredible. It's one of the greatest. That's one of the greatest albums of all time. Just mm-hmm. that that Nirvana Unplugged. It's so good. Um, it's hard to beat. And and I know that listening to the Dave, Dave Grohl's book, I mean, he knew that there were issues going on with Kurt during that. They pulled it together, but um, he could see the writing was on the, on the wall with Kurt. Like he didn't think he was going to kill himself, but he knew that he was using and something was they going were, on. So they were it so was going to go to a bad place, whether Pro- that was pretty overdose much. or suicide, but or they were also anything. young too. <laughs> they were so young and it's fame they that they weren't expecting, man. They no, none of them knew how to handle any of that stuff. You know, yeah. as it was happening, this is all, you know, you could say anything 30 years of hindsight, but like, you know, I mean, they were, through tragedy 627 at the time and through tragedy we got my favorite and one of the greatest bands of all time the foo fighters so sure. there is something to be said about that and dave performs sure. for all the ones that he's lost so it's just kind of like and that guy is a god in my mind he, yeah he can he's like the male taylor swift so <laughs> <laughs> he also a, knows how to shake it off that's a great choice because i, I can love dig it. that album okay mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with a slightly different vibe here. I'm going to, uh, I, I will go ahead and open it up. <clears throat> Reluctantly crouched at the starting line, <laughs> engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes, the flags go up, churning and burning. They yearn for the cup. They definitely, no, I'm not going to sing the rest, but uh, <laughs> the distance by cake. I love that. So I could sing that song forever. Uh, that is one of those songs that I kind of forgot about. It was it, it had been stuck in my head for I don't know as many years as I had been out up until maybe ten years and then I forgot about it somehow I don't know I just wasn't listening to that kind of music or what I don't know it just never came up and then I think about six months ago I heard it again and it's just stuck in my head again and it just stays there forever and I had to go back down the uh, all of Cake's songs and they're all great Cake is phenomenal. Uh, Yeah, because you played this at Trivia a few weeks ago and everyone in the bar sang along to it because you can't not like you gotta like. There's no way you can't just start going with it. (laughs) I wonder what the I can't remember what the theme was uh, for that particular. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah. Uh, Awesome songs. (laughs) Sure. Sure. Yeah. So. It's the perfect shower song, perfect cruising song. It's especially a driving song. Cake the distance. Perfect. I like cake a lot. Cake is great. Yeah, Um, it's delicious. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's a great song. It does remind me of just listening to the radio, too. And it pops up all the time, um, but pretty hard to beat. I think it's a great choice. That's all I have to say about the war in Vietnam. (laughs) <laughs> all right well what's your number four 
Well, before we get to my number four, I do want to give you guys an update on the weekend because, as you know, I did a very, very long bike ride. I did a, a race from Seattle to Portland on my bike. That's about 206, 207 miles. Um, it was a two-day event, and it was great for me. Uh, you know, I started at like 5.30 uh, in Seattle on Saturday, ended around I don't know, three or something in Napa Vine, which is about 115 miles from here. Um, it was 90 plus degrees for probably half the day. It was very miserable. Um, the second day I was tired, but we still crushed it. 91, 92 miles, whatever uh, distance that actually was. And that was from Napa Vine to Portland. Um, so, you know, it, it was it was tough and I was sweating a lot. And so they had water for us. They had Gatorade and that was working fine for the most part. But I was just really losing a lot of like electrolytes and I needed to, to cool down a bunch because it was hot. So I luckily had some liquid IV with me and it was fantastic. Uh, liquid IV, it's it's the category winning hydration brand fueling your well-being. And the hydration multiplier is one of the is the one product that you're missing from your daily routine. I was glad that I had it with me. Um, it had a ton of electrolytes that I needed to replenish all that damn sweat being lost. With just one stick, you get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone, which I was guzzling. Uh, and I, you know, I used it first thing in the morning. Um, I used it while I was racing. I've used it before workouts. I've used it if I'm hungover. <laughs> I've used it on long flights. And I even brought one to Tom. Tom, did it taste good? It tasted delicious, and I will be buying some soon because I started riding our stationary bike nice. for, for only about 15 minutes a day, so let's not get hey, too excited. baby yeah, steps. Doesn't matter. Something. Baby steps. Uh, but yes, uh, it was delicious, and I plan on getting some. Hell yeah. So, you know, I, I use Liquid IV on an almost daily basis to recover from uh, hard workouts, long bike rides, even short bike rides too, grueling hikes, or just, yeah, like I was saying, to cure those nasty hangovers that keep getting worse as I get older. So I have a, a festival coming up in October that I'm going to be, you know, rocking with all my favorite artists, and I'll definitely need to stay hydrated. So I'm definitely going to bring some Liquid IV. And the best thing is that there's so many delicious flavors, uh, strawberry, lemonade, lemon, lime, pina colada, watermelon, plain strawberry, or even guava, just to name a few. So one stick of liquid IV, I pour it into 16 ounces of water and it hydrates me again, two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. I'm telling you right now, it would have been very, very hard to do this race with just water. I needed something with how how much I was sweating and how much I was putting out. I'm so glad I had liquid IV. Refreshing flavors keep your hydration routine exciting, and they contain five essential vitamins, B3, B5, B6, B12, and vitamin C. Three times electrolytes of traditional sports drinks. It's made with premium ingredients, non-GMO, and free from gluten, dairy, and soy. And the best news of all is that all the listeners of this and our other podcast uh, the Don't Be Crazy podcast can get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use promo code DBCrazyPod at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop better hydration today using promo code DBCrazyPod at liquidiv.com. Thank you and stay hydrated. Okay. Nice. So yeah, it was great, you guys. I mean, it was a, it was a fun race. I'm exhausted mentally and physically. I went to a concert after the race with Candice and it was fun, but I tell you what, I was just like, in a haze at a certain point because I had a couple of beers, but I just was I was I was so out of it. I was sore and <laughs> I don't know what was going on. I don't know how I was able to stay alive, but it, I had a blast. It was fun. Um, so for my fourth uh, choice, you know, this is a song that I can karaoke, but I love to sing it 
when I am in the car, when I'm in the shower, whatever. But, you know, I would swallow my pride. I would choke on the rinds, but the lack thereof <laughs> would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. And that's when everyone else has to join in because everyone uh, wants to sing this song. And that's inside. Where do you want to put put your tender heart? Where, where would you place it? <laughs> I want to put my tender heart in a blender. Watch it spin oh, around cool. to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. <laughs> yeah, I uh, love that song. And it's really hard to not just belt out as soon as it comes on. And it's it's definitely like a millennial theme song, I think. So for our age group, whenever it comes on, it's, you, it's just like that cake, the distance. You're going to find somebody who's going to be singing it or at least tapping their foot to it and be like, oh, shit. I remember TRL days when I was watching this and Eve Six. I think they were like a two hit wonder. This song came out and I was like, damn, the song's awesome. And it's just a great catchy song to sing. Well, yeah, yet again, this is a song that I have heard at Trivia f- that Eric played. And again, the entire place sung along to it yeah. because you can't. Everyone knows the words. Somehow everyone in the building knew the words to the song. And it's just like, yes. Time to the bed post. <laughs> yeah. Those are the moments I love in trivia when the whole place sings it. You know that everyone's going to get points for that song, but mm-hmm. you feel good about it. It's like, okay, we all know it. All right. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're done. I I was obsessed with that song when I was <laughs> when it came out. I was screaming it very yeah. I was yeah. I I got sick of that song because of how much I listened to it. Again, I'm an obsessive when I love a song, I'll sit there and listen to it forever. But that's one of those songs that I listened to and made myself sick of it. And then you were just like, this is the worst song ever. I've listened to it 3000 times, 300 <laughs> million times. I just bought myself some liquid IV using DB crazy pod as our discount code. So yay, I'm going to be hydrated. There you go. What flavor did you get? I got the lemon lime. I like a little I, bit of lime in my lemon. I like it a lot. And even if you, if it's like too lemony for you, I just put more water in it because it's like, what's what's wrong with water? But yeah. yeah, man, it's I mean, it saved me. I did not cramp like because you you will cramp in the heat doing that much exercise. And I was starting to a little bit, but I was able to get through that first hundred and thirteen miles in 90 plus degree weather because nice. I was drinking that and water. And it was just like, whoo. Hey, man, weather is not cooling down anytime soon. We got to stay hydrated. Buckets. Yes, absolutely. Um, cool. Okay, Thomas, fifth and final. Well, you guys didn't think we'd go through a music list without me having a tool song, right? I mean, no, no, on. I figured it, it had I was to wondering which one you were going to select. I figured I figured I would go at the end, I'd do it. And uh this is the song that I think if if I came across a person and they were like, I've never heard Tool before, what song should I listen to? And I would instantly say, You need to listen to the pot. The pot is is a song that anyone could get into. It doesn't have any of that, you know, 13 minute long song sort of situation with tool that you get into or having to worry about hearing Maynard's voice. Cause he likes to mix his voice into the actual instruments. So sometimes it's hard to tell what he's singing this song. You can tell what he's singing. He's belting it out. I think it's the best song when it comes to Maynard's voice, like showing everything that he can do from his hitting high notes and just his nice yells and his growls and all the greatness it's probably my favorite tool song now. Uh, I know that last year it was my number one song on my Spotify end of year because I've, I probably listened to it 
at least a, a couple times a week when I'm driving to trivia. I usually listen to it like once. And yeah, this is the song that I listen to the most. I, it, Spotify tells me it is the most. <laughs> and I don't <laughs> think it's actually very close <laughs> to the end. Is that others. the I played a tool song at trivia uh, a few weeks back. Isn't that the one I chose or what I no, chose? No, you, you chose uh parabola. Oh, that's right. It was that one yeah. or the pot. Yeah, I was back and forth. I had to, you know, I had to pick one. So. Yeah, you should have picked an even harder one. <laughs> no, there's no picking a hard one for you for tool. You know, I'm well, on. that's that's true. Although, actually, I, I had a moment when you played it where I was like, for some reason, I am blanking on the name of the song. Well, that's <laughs> like, trivia for you. Yeah, like that's like all of my brain now. just shut off, like my favorite band's on for the first time ever at trivia. And I can't remember the name of the song. And then it finally clicked in my head. And I was like, oh, God, because <laughs> my team didn't know even like Colton, who listens. To I was sometimes too. And I watched like, oh. that happen because as soon as I hit play on that song. I, I, I have this little room back there with the sound system, right? I hit play on the song on my tablet. I stepped out and I look through the window and I hear it playing. And I start, hear, start to hear it play, play, play. And I see Tom and he kind of goes, he just sort of he freezes. Like and he looks down and he looks up and he looks inward. I could tell, I could see him looking inward, questioning his entire life. For about five seconds. It took him five seconds. Then he's like, oh, yeah, like, like, yeah. like, oh, God, that was, uh, that was five a terrifying, life. terrifying moment. Like, how how can I not know this when I ask you every week, play a tool song? Come on, do it. Do it. Never do it. Let you live it down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <clears throat> was the pot on um, uh, rock band also? Um, I didn't think they have a tool. It was, like- uh, yeah. Uh, was it? Yes, I think it was because I think it was Ten Thousand Days was the album oh, that they yeah. put out on. I there. know Parabola was on there though too. Yeah. Um, or wait, was it? I don't remember. I or no, maybe it was Lateralis that was on. I there. think it was. It was Lateralis. Yeah. 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 We barely remember what came before. Yeah, I remember we did that. God, that was so. Oh man, that was so good. Okay, cool. I love Tool. Absolutely. Yeah, they're actually coming to concert in Spokane, uh, like in a little bit. I think it was actually this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> it was some <laughs> somewhere. Um, but the pot is great. Fantastic song. I dig it. All right. <clears throat> we're moving on to my number five. Yes, sir. There's no way we're going to get out of this without bringing the Disney song in here. <laughs> Wait, can I guess? For the bare Shit. necessities, <laughs> a simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. Bare necessities from Jungle Book. It is just a dude anthem. It really a is. Dude anthem. It is. It is a dude style. The dudeist anthem. It really is. Just take life as easy as you possibly can. It's the perfect cruising attitude for when you're driving. It's just that got it when the vibe is just right and you're just chilling. It's the perfect chill song to groove to, sing along with. Yeah, yeah, shower as well. But it's you know it's a celebration of the simple thing. Mm-hmm. You see, you know, you you know, you act like that BX. Uh-uh, you're working too hard. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, is such a, and really for the time that it came out, it was a real countercultural vibe too. It came out mm-hmm. in 67. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and even with uh, now, with uh, your your hustle culture, it's very anti-hustle culture is bare necessities. It's, uh, it's slacker culture for real. Mm-hmm. I don't hustle at all. Well, 
This is well, the song you, for me. <laughs> no, you did just enough and you're good. You know, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you found, you know, anyway. So bare necessities from Jungle Book. Sorry, I didn't mean to step all over and you're, you're guessing game. There. What would you what would you have guessed? If I was going to guess like something from The Lion King. Nah. Or something from. I was going to go with Aladdin. I could see Aladdin for Eric. I yeah, that is a song. That's a karaoke song. Though, or yeah. I could see Tale is Old as Time. <laughs> yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I, I, no, not, I, I stay away from that one. But uh, the, the bare necessities. It's, sometimes we'll play the Disney hits like on Spotify as we're driving. and That song. Come on. We're just kind of vibing and grooving and bouncing because it's silly and fun. And why the hell not? It's just silly. When you're just floating down silly. a river. There you go. <laughs> or if you're at Gordy's past 11 o'clock. <laughs> that's, <laughs> sure. That's that's when the Disney songs start going I was, off. I know. I just about to much. say that, too. <laughs> Pretty much. I enjoy it every time. Absolutely. Same here. Just so. a dinner and a show. Like, usually cooks us something and then gives us a little show. I like it. So, Bare Necessities is my fifth and final. Mm. Well, I do have a honorable mention after that but we'll see what well it depends on what you have for your number five well i dig it um i would have said mulan let's i'll make a man out of you that's, that's like all that was very close. favorites ever very close very close um and i always do the voices too for everybody you know he's like i'm never gonna catch my breath say goodbye to those who know me. know me why was i a fool in school for cutting gym and then my eddie murphy's <laughs> terrible i'm like this guy's got him scared to death <laughs> that's pretty good hope he doesn't say right through me <laughs> so, okay. i really wish that i knew, I knew how, how to swim. swim that's poe he's so sweet he's such a nice man uh okay this song is let me just pull up the lyrics so i don't mess it up um Okay, well, it, it, again, if the, if it started and, and the note was the opening notes are playing, I, I guarantee you guys would start bobbing your heads. And I've been in a grocery store when I've seen this, uh, or I've heard this play, and I've seen adults around my age, you know, start bobbing their head and singing to it because, you know, well, now don't you tell me to smile, smile, you stick around and make it worth your while. Wow, my numbers be on what you can dial. Maybe it's because we're so versatile. Style, profile, I said. <laughs> yeah, intergalactic, planetary, planetary, intergalactic. It's so good. Intergalactic by the Beastie Boys. It is just, again, songs that encapsulate like or define millennials. Intergalactic's got to be on there. Like it's, it's oh, yeah. the Beastie Boys were so incredible. And just so important in, in music history. But like when when Hello Nasty came out, you didn't think they could really do it again. But that album freaking smashes and Intergalactic is so good. It's just iconic. I'll never get tired of that song. It's kind of like um, my honorable mention for this was Mr. Brightside by The Killers, yeah. uh, which has seen a resurgence lately for some reason. Like I'm seeing a bunch of Gen Z sing it. And so Intergalactic for me is just one of those timeless songs. I'll never get tired of it. And if it comes on, I have to freaking sing it. You well, I mentioned to. emo. I've mentioned emo a couple of times. The whole emo thing is taking a bit of a research. They have now hit mm-hmm. that later millennial, early, late millennial, early um, Gen Z, mm-hmm. that, that whole period. They are now at a point where they're just getting a slightly nostalgic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they've reached that stage that that's where we were five, ten years ago. Anyway, um, to your point, though, Inter- Beastie Boys, that's Gen X, Millennial, and Intergalactic is very much an anthem for our Oh, youth. absolutely. And if you yeah. like Succession, it's an anthem for that, for Kendall Roy. Okay. 
Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I, I do like that you mentioned a honorable mention. Tom, do you happen to have an honorable mention as well? Or are you? I do not have any off the top of my head now. Okay. Well, then I, Mandy brought it up right as I was about to hit record on here, about to join your recording. So I threw a wish in the well. Don't ask me, I'll never tell. I looked at you as you fell, and now you're in my way. Anyway, Call Me Maybe, Carly Rae Jepsen, is definitely a song. Come on. Come on. It's such a stupidly catchy song that, yes, when it's on, you're just bobbing your head to it. You can't help yourself. So That's an honorable mention for me. I can't stand that song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry you hate things that are awesome. Mm-hmm. You hate things. We get it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I don't hate doing? Running down these songs. <laughs> hey <laughs> So Another Tom. smooth segue from Tom. I'm killing it today. What are you killing it? <laughs> so Tom, that's me, had Radiohead Creep, Mudvayne Dig, At the Drive-In One-Arm Scissor, Nirvana, Where Did You Sleep Last Night, and Tool the Pot. Eric had Boys Like Girls, uh, The Great Escape, Newfound Glory, King of Wishful Thinking, Huey Lewis in the News, Hip to Be a Square, Cake the Distance, and The Jungle Book, Bare Necessities. <laughs> Zach had Whitney Houston, How Will I Know, Taylor Swift's Shake It Off, uh, Metallica, The Unforgiven Three, Eve Six, Inside Out, and Beastie Boys, Intergalactic great lists with no overlap even in bands which eh, all right <laughs> I, like great. It. I guess i'll sign us off here uh thank you for tuning in to the top five podcast be sure to follow us on twitter at podcast top five at zachdale 60 at tom top five and at snack burglar where you can give us ideas tell us we if we are crazy or even suggest a topic for a future episode if you enjoyed today's episode, and we know you must have, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Stitcher. Thank you so much. Remember, it's okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. Uh, so, never sing in the shower. Singing leads to dancing, dancing leads to slipping, and slipping leads to paramedics seeing you naked. So remember, don't sing. Ouch. <laughs> That's <laughs> solid advice. Solid advice. I don't want them to see my whiner. <laughs> I do. No, it's, not, it's not a pretty sight. It's not. It's not. It's not good. No, oh you're boy. right. Yeah, not great. All right, everybody. See you later. Bye, everybody. Bye.